I'm Jody Whites, Results and Success Coach, and these podcasts teach you how to make significant changes to live your dreams, make a positive impact on the world, and drop your regrets. It's time for you to get spectacular. Welcome back to Your Spectacular Life. I'm Jody Whites, your business coach, helping you create the work that you love. I am here with Ryan Horn. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Jody. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. And um, I'm going to read something about Ryan and then we'll jump into things. Ryan went from broken working 12-hour night shifts at a metal factory while sleeping on his aunt's couch to becoming an award-winning entrepreneur, peak performance coach, in-demand speaker, and top-rated podcast host. His proprietary five-step breakthrough framework has helped thousands of men around the world transform their business and life. All right. Now, um, Ryan, you were saying you have your own podcast and where you interview men. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So I love podcasting. And uh, because I have my own podcast, I appreciate everything you're doing for your podcast because there's a lot of things behind the scenes that most people uh, don't see and, and don't really fully understand or appreciate. So let me first just say thank you for what you're doing. Well, because, thank you. Yeah, because yeah. I, I know it's not easy. But yeah, so I have a podcast, The Extraordinary Man Podcast. I think I'm 170 some episodes in now. And uh, yeah, I bring on other men that are extraordinary um, in mostly business, but other areas of life as well. I've had uh, professional athletes and speakers and authors. Um, but yeah, it's lots of fun. And I, I really love what I do and, and what I get to do. And really my mission with the podcast and with my business is uh, to help men grow their business and become the man that they were created to be. That's great. I, I love that. And um, I love the fact that, you know, you're really targeted with men. We all need help. But um, how is it different in your experience as working with men instead of women? And I know everything you're going to say, I'm going to soak up like a sponge because I am, you know, I'm certainly not binary. I can go in the middle and take whatever juicy bits that will help my business. So tell me, how is that different? That's a really good question. And so you know, when I started out, I didn't start out targeting men. So I was just helping everybody and coaching everybody. And one of my favorite quotes is that action brings clarity. So the more I took action, the more I started to realize, oh, you know, I think I actually just want to work with men. And now I want to work with men that own businesses. And so uh, that's one thing that I, I would say for people listening out there is that Sometimes we want to try to figure it all out before we start taking action. But as you take action, you're going to figure it out. But some of the differences. So this is really an interesting question. So my wife, Brittany, actually owns a business called Unleash Your Shine. And she basically does what I do, but she coaches women. So uh, because of that, I think it's a unique perspective because I really get to see the differences. Um, I, I knew there were differences before, but now it's 
it's very interesting because we're talking about, oh, I was coaching this person and this happened and Brittany will say the same thing. And it's just very different uh, how men and women react to lots of things. One of the biggest things that I would say for men is that men don't like to ask for help. Women are so much more likely to ask for help. Men are much more likely to just try to do it on their own. And uh, so one of the biggest things that uh, I feel like I help guys with is <clears throat> when they come to me for coaching, a lot of times, you know, even if they have friends, if they don't have really good friends that are also entrepreneurs and that are also men, there's a lot of stuff that they've never talked about before. You know, hey, this is my goal or this is what I'm afraid of in this area or whatever. So I, I think for men, that is a really big thing that they have this person that they trust now that's coaching them and that's, and that's helping them and that they're able to say all this stuff about uh, finally. And women, on the other hand, again, I'm generalizing, but I feel like they're much more likely to talk about things and to have community and to seek that out. And guys are not. Once they find that, they're like, this is awesome. I can't believe I, I tried to do it on my own. And just looking back at my journey as well, my first couple of years as an entrepreneur, that's exactly what I tried to do. I tried to do it on my own. Let me just, okay, I'll buy this course, but I'm going to do it on my own. Right. And then once I hired my first coach, I was like, man, I was stupid. I wish I would have done that sooner. <laughs> um, but that's kind of the the biggest thing that that popped out to me and, and came to mind when you asked that question. Wow, that's great. You know, um, I noticed that too. Um, I've owned uh, four businesses before, so I'm a serial entrepreneur and um, given back with coaching as well. But um, it was always easy to get women interested. They're they're always willing to partner up and work on stuff and again uh it's they it's i don't know what it is maybe they're not they're afraid um or not afraid to fail and be seen as failing and learn from that lesson and i think on the other hand men want to do that they want to try some things but by coaching and it sounds like you've got the power team with you and your wife Brittany. um you really do have a safe space to try things and to fail, to learn, to reach for the stars with somebody supporting you. Now, um, you know, you are really interested in this. You have a five-step business breakthrough framework, and I'd love for you to go over that for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. So kind of the background on this framework, I came up with it, I don't know, probably a year or two ago now at this point, but really I've been an entrepreneur for the past 10 years and really it, it, it took 10 years to come up with it. So I started to notice I've, I've been to a lot of personal development events and conferences and coaches and masterminds and stuff and being around really successful people, as well as my own journey, I started to notice that there are patterns Right? There's patterns that lead to success and there's also patterns that lead to failure. And so basically taking into account all those things, I came up with these five steps and I think they're pretty universal. You can use this not only to break through in your business, but you can use this to break through with your health, a relationship, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Um, but the five steps, I'll just go over them quick and then I'll, I'll go in a little more detail in each one. So the five steps are step one is clarity. Step number two is commitment. Step three is coaching. Step four is courageous action. And step five is course correction. 
And so going a little bit deeper, so clarity really is, is very, very important because a lot of people set off and they're like, oh, I, I want to make a million dollars or I want to do this or I want to do that, but they don't get crystal clear on what they actually want. And that is a mistake, I think. Uh, I don't remember who said this, but uh, I love this quote um, that fuzzy targets don't get hit. So <laughs> the problem is we kind of can see the target, but not really. And then we just start taking action. Um, <clears throat> so I really recommend that you get really clear on what it is that you want. And that doesn't mean that it can't change over time or it won't. Like I said before, right? Action brings clarity. So the more action you take, the more clear it's going to get. But you really want to try to get very clear. So I love using uh, SMART goals, which SMART is just an acronym for specific, uh, measurable. For A, I like to say aligned with values, uh, your top five values, um, realistic, and then time-based. Yeah, so yeah. honestly, if you just did that on all your goals, you probably would be ahead of at least 95% of people out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, smart is smart is so important. It really is. It really keeps you on track. It helps you define what you're going for, keeps you on track and lets you measure how you're doing. And I love that. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And so, and then I also think you need a vision. So, and there's a difference between vision and goals. So goals to me is shorter term. It's like 12 months or less. And it's more targeted, more specific. A vision is something that's big. It can be a little bit crazy. You might not know exactly how you're going to get, figure it out. Um, and that's okay. And it's a little bit longer term. I like to look at vision as three years or more in advance, but having a really compelling vision is what will pull you forward. It will get you out of bed in the morning. It will get you past the obstacles because I guarantee if you have, you set big goals and you have a big vision for your life, there's going to be obstacles that come up. Um, so that can really fuel you forward through that. Um, but then the second step commitment, you know, it's great to be clear on what you want, but again, like I just said, there's going to be obstacles that come up. So if you're not hundred percent committed to achieving those, then it's not going to happen. So I like to break commitment down into kind of three different parts. So the first one is leverage. So something I learned from Tony Robbins is that there's really only two reasons anybody does anything. It's either to avoid pain or to gain pleasure. And so whenever I am jumping on a call with somebody new, I always take them through a process where I ask them really specific questions um, about their goals. Once we figure out their goals, well, you know, six months from now, if you don't hit this goal, what's your life going to look like? And we actually go down the, the pain route, which is not very fun, but it's, <laughs> it's really effective because we will do far more to avoid pain than we'll ever do to try to gain pleasure. Um, so we really dig in deep on that. And we go even, you know, one year out, three years out, five years out from now, you know, if you're not making progress towards or achieving these goals, what is your life going to look like? And again, it's a little bit painful. It's not very fun, but usually people say that's the most impactful part of a, an initial call with me. Uh, yeah. And you know, it, it also, um, I think it, it sets a little bit of a fire underneath them to be committed because they have the goal. And um, by not having the goal, what does that mean? Are they going to have to go back to work? Are they going to have to get another job and, you know, while working on their business? And that's, that's painful. So, um, yeah, yep. please, please go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I mean, it, I would much rather have the fire lit under me when somebody is coaching me versus you know, a year, three, five years down the road when it actually happens. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, I mean, I've had guys cry on calls when we went over that before and uh, I've almost felt bad, but then at the end, they're like, thank you so much for doing that because that like woke me up. Uh, but we also do the much more fun side, which is looking at all the potential <laughs> pleasure of hitting yeah. these goals and going beyond that. Right. right. So it, it's not just the negative, although that is valuable. Um, but that's leverage. The second part of commitment to me is accountability. So, yeah. so important. And the best kind of accountability is professional accountability. Of course, you can have accountability with, you know, your spouse or your best friend or whatever, but that's only going to take you so far. And uh, a quote, uh, I hope I don't mess this up too much, but I don't remember who said this either, but it goes something along the lines of uh, accountability is the missing bridge between information and application. Because mm. we all get lots of great information. We're like, oh, that was such a great podcast I listened to or this or that. But how do you take that information and actually apply it? Because just learning it, it's not going to do you much good, right? And so that's where accountability comes in. And then the third one for me is focus. It's what are you doing on a daily basis? Because <clears throat> what you do on a daily basis is either going to make you more committed or less committed to your goals. And so for me, I kind of look at a, a few main things and there's lots of things you can do on a daily basis. But for me, it's looking at my vision board every day. Um, I have a declaration letter, which basically is the ultimate vision I have for each area of my life uh, that I either read or I listen to a recorded version of, and then my power questions. So that's six questions that I came up with and I ask myself every day, gets me ready to go to crush my day. Um, and, and that's focus. But so those three components to me make up commitment. And if you're rock solid on all the three of those, uh, you are going to be doing very well um, yeah. and, and you have a, a very good chance of actually accomplishing your goals because so many people, they get excited, they get kind of clear on what they want, and then they just go start taking action. But if you skip over the commitment piece, when struggles come up, because it's not if, when they yeah, do, when. <laughs> um, definitely, you'll, yes, you'll be much more equipped to handle them. Um, and then step number three is coaching. So to me, coaching, I kind of look at as uh, I break it down as uh, active versus passive. So to me, passive coaching is like you read a book, right? It, you're technically getting some coaching from it, but you know, the book's not going to talk back to you, right? So it's good. And I think we, we all need both of them. But to me, the highest level of coaching is one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching or some type of group coaching, or maybe joining a mastermind where you can actually get direct feedback from somebody. Uh, that's the most valuable uh, type of coaching, in my opinion. And to me also, you know, the bigger your goal, the higher level of coaching you need. So if you just have a tiny little goal, yeah, maybe you can read a book and then you'll go crush it. But you know, if your goal as an entrepreneur is to make a million dollars or something, reading a book's not going to cut it. <laughs> um, you know, it may help, but it's just not going to cut it. And there's a great quote from Tom Landry on coaching that I love. He says, a coach is someone who tells you what you don't want to hear, who has you see what you don't want to see so you can be who you've always known you could be. And that to me is kind of coaching in a nutshell. Um, and then step number four is courageous action. So the reason I call it courageous action, <clears throat> other than the fact that they're all C's because of that, um, <laughs> is, is because at some point in time, again, if you have a big goal, you have a big vision for your life, it's going to require you to take courageous action. And courage, by the way, doesn't mean you're not scared. It means you're scared, but you do it anyway. And so you're going to have to take courageous action. There's just no way around it. I mean, you can try to put it off, put it off and procrastinate. Um, and honestly, a lot of people are doing that. You know, you 
you may be in that position right now where you know what you should be doing, but you just don't want to do it for whatever reason, right? Because it's that courageous action. So you, instead you're working on your logo or trying to do this or that, and you, and you keep putting that off. Um, But what I've found is that if you're in that position, something's missing from steps one through three, either you're not clear enough on what you want, um, you're not committed enough to it, or you don't have a high enough level of coaching. So when you have those three in place, taking the courageous action is so much easier. And then the last step is course correction. So this can actually be the hardest of all because of our expectations. You know, we expect that, Hey, I, I did all these other things. Like I was clear, I'm committed. I've got the coaching. I'm taking the courageous action, but when it still doesn't work out, we're like, what the heck? You know, it must be something wrong with me. Right. We start asking ourselves all these bad questions and you ask a bad question, you're going to get a bad answer. So we just really have to realize that the first time you do anything, it's not going to be perfect. And I love using the analogy of a baby trying to walk. I mean, when a baby is trying to learn how to walk, they don't just stand up and start walking around, right? They stand up and they fall down. They stand up and they fall down and over and over and over again. But eventually they learn how to walk, right? It's because as they're standing up as I don't like to use the word failure, but as they're mm-hmm. failing, right, they're standing up and they're falling down. Uh, they're gaining experience and they're getting pattern recognition. And the same thing is happening with you as you're taking action. Like the first time you do it, it's probably not going to work out the way you want. Probably not at least the first couple of times. Right. So just realizing that and realizing that, you know what, if I'm doing the other things, then it's just a matter of when, not if I'm going to be successful. So That is my five-step business breakthrough framework. Wow, that's great. I love that. Um, And I love the way you've really thought out all of these steps, um, certainly with, you know, the coaching and the action and then looking back and then correcting because it's a journey, you know, it, building a business, building anything in your life is not a sprint. It is a journey and, and it's a process. Hopefully you'll love it. You'll enjoy it. Um, you'll be certainly putting a lot of work towards it, but um, it really does take time thinking, correcting, getting back on the wagon and doing it all over again. Now, um, You know, I was curious because, you know, we're talking about entrepreneurs and businesses. What do you think, uh, what does it take to be an effective inspirational leader? Wow, that's that's kind of a loaded question. It Um, is. (laughs) You can go anywhere with that. Yeah. So, wow. So what does it take to be an inspirational leader? Um, I think, honestly, it takes all all the things that I, I just mentioned. So if you want to be a leader, because like you said, it's achieving anything meaningful in any area of your life, but especially if you're trying to build a business is a process, it's not going to happen overnight. And uh, so same thing with being a, a great leader. I think it's going through the process. I mean, some people, yes, maybe are born better leaders than, than others, but I do believe you can definitely develop leadership. And so I, I think when you go through these things and you know you're taking the courageous action it's not working but you keep going and you course correct and you keep going um that to me is leadership because a lot of people quit and so you know just doing that is to me an inspiring leader 
because, and people look at that and they're inspired by it because maybe they tried the same thing and they ended up quitting because it didn't work or, or whatever. So um, I, I think that's definitely a big chunk of it. To me, also leadership is is going first. So it's it's kind of the courageous action, right? Because yeah. you know everybody wants to do this, but most people don't, right? They hold back. So by you stepping up and actually doing it and by going first, you're leading by example. And again, people I think are inspired by that. Yeah. And also going back to creating that vision, I think as a leader, you have to model that you have to, you have to live it. You have to tell everybody you come in contact with, um, about that vision. Hopefully your, your partner won't have to hear it more than 25 or 30 (laughs) times, but, um, yeah, you, you lead by being passionate about that vision and everything, having courage to let people know what you're doing, even at the, you know, the, the face of failing, you may say, this is what I'm building. And, um, and this is what I'm excited about in my life. Now you mentioned, um, six power question that picked my interest. What do you tell yourself every day to crush your day? That's a very man thing. I love that. I'm going to crush my day. <laughs> That's funny because whenever I use that word with my wife, she always yeah. says that too. She's like, I would never <laughs> use that word with the women I'm coaching. And I was like, oh, I sense. love it though. I love the distinction. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the, yeah, the six power question. So again, this comes from, you know, I put this together basically because I've tried all kinds of different morning routines and morning journal and questions and this and that. So basically I took all of that and put it together. What could I do for myself? Also, that would be simple because, it, you know, maybe there's something better out there, but if it takes me an hour every day, I'm probably not going to do it every day. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I can, I can do this in, you know, two or three minutes. I usually spend a little more time on it than that but I can get it done very quickly. So question number one is what are you grateful for? Um, And so I always will write down at least three things. Um, And sometimes it's big things. Sometimes it's little things. Um, I I like to mix it up. Um, Second question is who are you grateful for? And again, I'll do at least three specific people. And again, it could be like, Hey, this guy that opened the door for me at the coffee shop, or obviously a lot of times it's you know, my wife or other family members or close friends. Um, but that is question number two. Question number three is uh, what were at least three things that you achieved from the previous day? And I think this is a really big one uh, for men and women, because it's so easy for us because we all have a million things on our to-do list and we all want to be going faster than we actually are. So it's really easy to overlook the things that we actually did get done or that we actually did make progress in. So this is just such a great reminder because especially for men, I would say when I have them start doing these power questions, they usually struggle with coming up with answers to that because if they didn't do some big, awesome thing, they feel like they didn't do anything. Hmm. So, I, I mean, I've literally been on coaching calls before and they're like, I, I didn't achieve anything yesterday. Hmm. So then I have to start breaking it down smaller and smaller. Right. So if you literally didn't feel like you achieved anything, I mean, if you got out of bed, that could be your achievement. <laughs> right. So and it, and it's small steps to a task and more small steps to making your way to a bigger task. And, and it's great to be able to pat yourself on the back for seeing that 
that small effort and achievement. Absolutely. And to me, success is built off of success. So if you're sitting there beating yourself up every day because you feel like you're not actually achieving anything, which I guarantee is not the, the truth, um, then it's going to be really hard to get into momentum. And so question number four is kind of along those same lines. It's what were uh, at least three special moments from the previous day. So to me, a special moment, I really try to pick out like a moment in time. So versus the achievement is, is more the big thing, right? So an achievement maybe is that I went on a 30 minute walk with my wife, but the special moment is maybe, you know, when my wife said this certain thing and we were both laughing uncontrollably. So I, I really tried to pick out moments. And again, I mean, then you get to relive this awesome moment from the previous day, right? And so it really helps you get in the right mindset. I think question number five is uh, how can I make Brittany feel loved today. So Brittany is my wife's name. And so I would say, just insert your spouse's name in there. If you're not married, then insert someone else, you know, uh, and maybe you can switch it up, you know, a family member or a friend or whatever. But um, I will always write down at least one thing. And most of the time it's something really small, right? But I just want to make sure I'm focusing every single day on something to do uh, to make my relationship better as well. And then the last one is what are my top three outcomes for the day? So again, I talked about how people have these huge to-do lists of like all this stuff they want to get done and we're never going to get it all done. And so instead of feeling, feeling like a failure at the end of the day, because you, you did, you know, three things out of your list of 50, mm -hmm. I try to break down what are the most important things? Yeah. There's a hundred things I could do and that I want to do and whatever. But if I just made progress in these three areas, these are my three outcomes, then it would feel like a successful day. So those are my six power questions. Those are great. And, and I love the fact that um, you're very relationship oriented. You want success with your relationship because we need to be supported in whatever journey, again, business or life, by the people who are really um, supporting us and who are there for us. And we want to strengthen those bonds and, um, you know, and give back and say thanks. And I love that in the six power questions that you're really focused on those things. And I'm sure the, the uh, Brittany and the wives out there that um, you that you are working with men who are coaching really appreciate that as well, which is great. Um, so uh, I would love for you to tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, absolutely. So best place to go would be my website, which is coachryanhorn.com. So there's links to basically everything I do on there. I uh, link to my podcast. Um, you can apply for a free coaching call with me if you would like. Um, you know, I mentioned some of the things that I go over in an initial coaching call. Um, would, would love to gift you with that if you're the right fit. Um, also have a free Facebook group. Uh, it's called Extraordinary Man. So if you're a man out there listening, or if you're a woman and you're your husband, or you know a man that owns a business and uh, you know that would love some help and to not do it on their own, um, that's available as well. Um, but yeah, that's the best place, coachryanhorn.com. Mm, that's very generous to offer those two things. All right, Ryan, I want to thank you so much for being a guest and imparting 
this really uh, great framework. I, I love it. It's it's solid. And um, I know both men and women are going to crush it out there, <laughs> <laughs> certainly through this information and contacting you in the future. Thank you so much for being a guest on Your Spectacular Life. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was fun. Great. All right. Thank you. You take care. All right, you too. Have a good day. Great. I'm so grateful that you've listened to the end of this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with your friends. I love teaching insights so that you can have a more impactful and meaningful life. It's my mission to build a thriving community of happy, fulfilled people. Want more? Visit my website at yourspectacularlife.com.